0: Hands and eyes all over. Yunyan asked Dawu, What does the Bodhisattva of Great Compassion use so many hands and eyes for? Tawu said, It's like someone reaching back, groping for a pillow in the middle of the night. Yun Yan said, I understand. Ta Wu said, How do you understand it? All over the body are hands and eyes. Ta said, You have said quite a bit there, but you have only said 80% of it. Yun Yan said, What do you say, elder brother? Dawu said Throughout the body are hands and eyes. This is case eighty nine from the Hekigan Roku the Pai- Lu, the Blue Cliff Record. The Bodhisattva of Great Compassion is the Bodhisattva Kuan Yin or kanzeon or Kanjizai, different ways to name this Bodhisattva Avalokiteshvara. As many of you know, sometimes the Bodhisattva is depicted as male, sometimes this Bodhisattva is depicted as female. And sometimes the depiction includes a body which has hands, eyes, arms, all over in a full circle, all around the body, and eyes in every hand, different ways of depicting it. Some depictions have even up to a thousand hands and eyes fit in. Uh, some of you might know I, for a period of time, I was handing out um, cards. Uh, they weren't cards; they were more like uh, large postcards that had uh, this depicted. So, this Avalokitesvara, Bodhisattva of Great Compassion, who I spoke of yesterday who we speak of when we chant the Heart Sutra or when we chant an Meijuku Kanan Kanangyo is depicted in this way. So Yunyan, Yunyan and Dawu, sometimes referred to in Japanese as Ungan and Dogo. Ungan and Dogo are ancestors in our lineage. They are often... The, um, they're cases of the two of them together since they studied together. They studied with Yaushan or Yakusan. Um... And it's said, though I'm not sure that they were actually not just fellow practitioners and monks, but brothers uh biological brothers. I don't know if that is or isn't true um some sources as it they are were some sources uh leave it unspoken so but that's not of great importance here. There's a nice preface to this case that I think is worth it from, for us, from a practice point of view, from clarifying what this is about. And that I'll bring up. The entire body is an eye. There is no seeing. The entire body is an ear. There is no hearing. The entire body is a mouth. There is no speaking. The entire body is mind. There is no thinking. Putting aside for the time being the matter of entire body, if you suddenly do not have eyes, how do you see If you do not have ears, how do you hear? If you do not have a mouth, how do you speak? If you do not have mind, how do you think? If you are able here to produce a single way, you practice together with the ancient Buddhas. Leaving aside this matter... Leaving aside matters of practice, just tell me, who will you practice under? That's a very nice preface that in a way gets us to the point of the case or various points in the case. There's some very nice comments which... Help us clarify this if I go through this line by line, the preface, before we get to the case itself. This whole case is, of course, very simple. It's all about our own life. And yet, how do we function as the bodhisattva that we are? It's not asking about some bodhisattva out there that we talk about in theory. You yourself are the bodhisattva of great compassion. How do you use a thousand hands and eyes? So, the entire body is an eye. There is no seeing. Hakuin comments on this, above, below, the four quarters and the ten directions. Everything in the universe is one single whole body. This is really the fundamental point of our practice. The fundamental point of our practice. There's nothing that's not our whole body. There's nothing that's not the whole universe. We, the entire universe, is an eye. No one who sees, nothing to be seen, and yet. And yet, how do we see? This is completely, if I use the expression that Dogen uses, forgetting self, being awakened by 10,000 things. The entire body is an ear. Hakuin's comment on this is Mountains, rivers, earth are all my ears. What fills the ear is originally not sound. You hear an earful without hearing. In your heart, you do not hear anything impure. Even the keenest ear cannot hear distinctly. Being one, what is there? How do we manifest that in our life? That's the Bodhisattva that we are. That's the truth, the reality. The entire body is a mouth, the entire universe is a mouth, and yet. There's, in the midst of neither speaking nor not speaking, we must respond. No speaking, and yet, as Shakyamuni Buddha said, his final words. If you remember, I talked about this case several weeks ago, when he was asked to give a last sermon. Before he died, he responded, I have not said a single word in 49 years. Some of you might remember this case. That's the Buddha's speaking. That's the Buddha's thousands of texts, thousands of Speaking in forty nine years, nevertheless, never preaching, never speaking. The entire body, a mind, no thinking. And yet, we always. Seeing this, and yet we miss it. And yet we miss it. So, the preface continues. Without eyes, how do you see How do you be mountains, rivers, and great earth, having no eyes, having no ears? And yet, what's this truth of seeing, hearing? So, the preface challenges us. If you are able here to produce a single way, you practice together with the ancient Buddhas. We say this many times. If you seek this clearly, you walk hand in hand with the Buddhas and ancestors—not some ancient beings, but so. Who would you practice under? putting this all aside. So that's, here is the example when you say, who do you practice under? There's Yunyan Dao. Yuen is also called ungan in Japanese way of pronouncing it, as I said in Dao's Dogo. So what does the Bodhisattva of Great Compassion do with all the hands and eyes? All the myriad hands and eyes. What do you do with your hands and eyes? That's what's really asking. What is it like to be the bodhisattva you are and yet not to be caught up in self-centered dream, entangled in self-centered thoughts, emotions? Like a person groping for a pillow. In the middle of the night. What is that? So how do we understand that? Dao says. So saying I understand it, he's in a sense testing it. In a sense asking him, say it in your whole Whole body is hands and eyes, whole body is hands and eyes whole body is hands and eyes. Some translations of of the original translate this all over the body are hands and eyes all over the body is hands and eyes. All over the body, whole body. So Dogo, Thao says, what you have said is very well, however, well said, however, you have only succeed, succeeded, saying 80% or eight parts, same difference. How is it for you? Thou says, throughout the body are hands and arms. Be careful if you think that one is 80% and the other is 100%. reaching behind your head at night for the pillow but hakuin's not happy with this when he for that answer hakuin replies First, he says, when you scoop up water, the moon is in your hands. And yet, he says, the answer was lax. Be careful if you buy into his lax. Don't get caught in distinguishing one from the other. And yet, they're not the same. And yet they're not the same. In fact, eighty percent isn't eighty percent as less than a hundred percent. whole body, 80%, throughout the body, hands and eyes, whole body, hands and eyes, which is it? Are they the same? Are they different? So... Is it different being awake than being asleep? What makes the difference? If you grope behind your head for a pillow while you're awake during the day, is that not it? Don't get trapped by these words by our tendency to compare, contrast, and yet this is a very clear presentation of the functioning of the great compassionate bodhisattva. So I think I've spoken enough today, I'll bring this up again tomorrow, and maybe we also at the same time could look at Togen's chapter in the Shobogenzo called Kanon where he talks about this case at length and see what that can help us in understanding how we can be, manifest, the myriad hands and eyes of the whole universe that is our life. Thank you.